1: Welcome to Scary Savannah and Beyond. This week, we're going to have a super-sized edition of the Tybee Island Police Blotter. But before we get into the odors emitting, we wanted to announce the winner of the giveaway of the board game.
2: In case you missed our special announcement.
1: We released that in a special announcement because uh, we did mean to announce this on the last episode, but we had forgot to announce <laughs> it on the episode. Yeah. So it just turned out that it didn't happen then. We're busy. So we have, by the time this has come out, we have notified the winner and we would like to thank you very much, Amy Lem. For entering the contest and winning, our slightly used, partially loved board game copy of Hunter's Lodge Mystery at Hunter's Lodge,
2: Hunter killer. Hunt killer
1: Mystery. This is the is it, last time yeah. I will have to say this. So next time we give something away, I want to make sure it's something that's easier for me say? to remember.
2: So do you have like hand clapping, like an audience cheering? sound effect.
1: An audience cheering sound effect. Uh, I've got this. Um, Let's see.
2: Music? (laughs)
1: Yep. There you go. Congratulations.
2: (laughs) I thought you were like, yay.
1: I do, but I don't ever use those pads. um, You got
2: all those pretty lights and you don't even get to push them.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I could, but you know how it is. Technology, am I right? Am I right?
2: I guess so. On Tuesday, January 16th, One of our officers stopped a vehicle for failure to signal a turn. During the course of the investigation, the officer learned that the driver's license was suspended. He was then placed under arrest and charged accordingly.
1: Not another one of those vehicles, not signaling turns. I know,
2: I learned my lesson with that. Officers responded to a local motel in reference to a possible theft. While speaking with our team, motel employees stated that a guest left the motel around 4 a.m., Taking the room's television with him in the process.
1: Well, you know, it's, I paid for the room. I'm just taking a memento.
2: You know, instead of taking like the little soaps and shampoos. Or like just, your grandma
1: used to do, she'd take everything that wasn't nailed to the ground. In
2: a hospital, for sure. She yeah. loved. Getting I remember those she always supplies. had
1: boxes of like latex Rubber gloves. gloves. Yeah. <laughs> so no matter what you <laughs> needed <laughs> for to what do, reason?
2: I don't know. Well,
1: I mean, you never know. And then a neighborhood you used to be in, you know, maybe there's possibly a lot of blood
2: no, on the ground. I don't think maybe.
1: there was ever. I mean, there was a guy that beheaded people that lived near you, right?
2: Oh well, yeah. But that was a different story. <laughs> I mean,
1: you were in his house. He didn't try to kill you. So, I mean, Luckily. I guess you're fine.
2: Well, this guy took a TV with him and a report was filed and the case was forwarded to investigations.
1: Keep an APB out on that TV, a <laughs> color TV.
2: I wonder what kind of TV it was.
1: Probably a Zenith.
2: You think? I'm thinking a Do they still like, make those? A Vizio.
1: Do you, still, you remember the Zenith yeah. TVs? I remember I used to have this TV. I'd play video games on at my house and... It had uh, three channels on it, and you had to get this little box that you'd attach to the mm-hmm. back of the TV and flip a switch when you wanted to watch TV or the video game. I
2: remember those. You had to, like, it had two little attachment things on the back,
1: little uh, screws yeah. that you had to screw down the hole. I had it. one of those. And uh, that was something that uh, I would imagine probably being all the fine hotel establishments on the island.
2: Was yours a color TV?
1: Yeah, it was kind of color.
2: Mine was a I black mean, it had a yellowish
1: white. tinge to it. If that's <laughs> what you mean.
2: Well, like our main TV, we had color TVs, but I had a little black and white TV my whole time growing up in my room. Isn't
1: that the one that said "Property of Stanley Junior High"? On no, it? that was the one that my <laughs>
2: uncle David gave us as a wedding gift.
1: Yeah, that, it, it, it was color too. Yeah, it, it was a color TV. It definitely said "Property of Stanley <laughs> Junior
2: High." <laughs> it is. We were poor.
1: Hey, I didn't ask questions. I mean, I, I don't know where it came from, even though it. Clearly, said right? <laughs> on the side, of massive stenciling letters. It just but
2: really didn't occur to me why it said that.
1: And I just thought maybe they had a clearance set. Yeah, you
2: know how, like, you'll get books from a library when they've been discarded. You know, they'll just sell or give away the books. <laughs> we just gave away some TVs, <laughs> That's you what know, I as figured you do some
1: TVs, some overhead projectors. I, you know,
2: I just didn't ask questions.
1: The vice principal's car. <laughs>
2: While on patrol, one of our officers spotted a man who appeared to be in the process of stealing two bicycles.
1: How do you appear to be in the process of stealing two bicycles? I
2: don't know. How does he know he's not just taking them because they're his?
1: Was he wearing like a ski mask or something? As you do when you abscond with bicycles that are not yours?
2: Probably. When approached about the bikes, the man admitted that he had not spoken to the owners and did not have permission to take them. He also informed officers that he had, quote, borrowed a third bike, and provided officers with its location.
1: They didn't want me to take it. They shouldn't have owned it in the first place. It seems like a pretty simple equation.
2: The man was then placed under arrest and charged with theft of mislaid property. All three bicycles were taken into police custody and transported to the Tybee Island Police Department for safekeeping.
1: To be scheduled for destruction. Not for
2: destruction. <laughs> On Wednesday, January 17th, officers responded to a local restaurant in reference to a disorderly patron. While speaking with our team, restaurant staff stated that when a customer attempted to pay for her food, her card was declined.
1: I hope it was like that commercial that used to come on, you know, where it's like, you don't want this happening to you, and then the waiter comes up to I'm sorry, sir, but your card has been declined.
2: (laughs) She then borrowed an employee's cell phone to call her bank, but refused to return the phone when asked. The woman eventually paid for the food and returned the phone. At which time, the restaurant staff asked that she be banned from the property. She was then issued a criminal trespass notice and left the scene.
1: Is that why you got that piece of paper from from the restaurant the other day? Maybe. You're like, well, I, I'm a big fan of Apple iPhones, but that Google Pixel was real pretty, and I was
2: well, like, if she had the money all along to pay for the food, why didn't she just pay it?
1: <laughs> well, you know, I'm not giving the phone back either way. <laughs>
2: On Thursday, January 18th, over the course of the past year, a man has continuously called the Tabiala Police Department's Communication Center for the purpose of harassing our dispatch staff.
1: I promise it was not me.
2: You do this for fun?
1: No. Can you imagine me making prank calls? No. I can't even watch Impractical Jokers.
2: No, you can't. I can't
1: watch it. I cover my eyes because it's so embarrassing to me. You
2: do, and it's like, they can't see you, Brett. (laughs)
1: They don't need to see me. I just feel uncomfortable for everyone involved, and it's just an uncomfortable situation. So there's no way I'm the one that did this.
2: During these calls, he is often simply hung up or asked for help while refusing to identify himself or provide his location. In one incident, he called approximately 47 times in one day. Sounds like he's got too much time on his hands.
1: Yeah, well, it sounds like it. Or then again, maybe he has a lot of emergencies and it's just a coincidence that they all happen. 47, the 47 in one 47 day. <laughs> individual emergencies.
2: It goes without saying that this conduct distracts our team from actual emergencies and has the potential to reduce response time in situations where they are actually needed. On Thursday, January 18th, he once again began calling dispatch and asked non-emergent questions such as, how are we going to handle Orange Crush? (laughs) I need answers. I need them right now. Despite being warned several times over the last year not to call unless he needed actual assistance, the nonsensical calls continued.
1: I wonder, are those public record records? Are police dispatch calls, public record? Because I'd love to hear what it is this this. person was calling about. And when you hear their voice, we would probably know who they are.
2: (laughs) After learning his identity, detectives obtained a warrant for unlawful conduct during a 911 call. On Sunday, January 21st, 2024, we were notified that the suspect had been arrested in another jurisdiction on that
1: warrant. He was calling 911 about what the pharmacy hours were at the Target.
2: Yeah, that's important to know.
1: I needed to call him 67 times. You never can tell. Sometimes those employees ain't all telling the truth.
2: On Saturday, January 20th, one of our officers stopped a vehicle for a window tent violation. During the course of the investigation, the officer learned that the driver's license was suspended. He was then placed under arrest and charged accordingly. Shocker there. Yeah, shocker. Like that's just another one for the books. Like it's same old, same old. Yeah. It's Every like, week.
1: He's like, Well, Officer A, do you have Officer B's ticket book? He's the one carrying <laughs> around the window tent tent uh, ticket book. Yeah. Because we just hand them out so often. Well,
2: you know, if they got their windows tinted, there's going to be either drugs or they're going to ha- not have a
1: license or it's suspended. Or some non local warrants just stuffed right up in the, <laughs> in glove, the glove box compartment. Yeah.
2: One of our officers stopped a vehicle for having a suspended registration. Oh, I did check ours is still valid. Oh, that's (laughs) good. And so are our licenses we got till 2025.
1: They haven't stopped us yet.
2: No. While speaking with the driver, the officer was able to smell an odor similar to that of an alcoholic drink emitting from within the vehicle. During the course of the subsequent investigation, the officer found additional evidence to suggest the man had been operating the vehicle while under the influence. Finally got to the odors emitting.
1: Take a wonder, minute. You know, we see every once in a while when we're in the bars, uh, the officers, type officers will come in the bar. They don't come in to drink. Yeah. I mean, sometimes <laughs> they come in and just do, I guess, just a check a or some part of their patrol duties. Mm-hmm. But I wonder, you know, as much alcohol as they're around on the streets, when they walk into a bar, is it like an overwhelming sensation? they like for a them?
2: heightened sense of awareness. Have such a heightened
1: sense that they walk in and just like are overcome. <laughs> They're
2: like a dog house. The, <laughs> the dog <of> like
1: Jaegermeister.
2: <laughs> Maybe they just like have a nose for it now. I guess
1: <laughs> I found the bar.
2: As a result, the man was placed under arrest. While conducting an inventory of the vehicle prior to it being towed from the scene, officers found an open beer that was cold to the touch along with an empty liquor bottle.
1: I could tell by looking at it. It's one of them cans that the mountains turned blue uh-huh. on, and I keep an eye out for those, and if the mountains is visible, then you notice a fresh one.
2: The man was then charged with suspended registration, open container, and DUI.
1: Get that menace off the streets.
2: On Sunday, January 21st, one of our officers stopped a vehicle for failing to maintain its lane. While speaking with the driver, the officer was able to smell an odor of marijuana emitting from within the vehicle. When asked about the smell, the driver handed the officer a bag of THC gummies.
1: (laughs) You want one?
2: Let's share. During the course of the subsequent investigation, the officer also noticed that the driver had glossy eyes and that there was an odor similar to that of an alcoholic drink emitting from her breath. So there was... Was she the driver? I suppose.
1: Would you like a cold one to go with your gummies, Mister Salsifer? Os- well, the thing is, like
2: the gummies don't have that smell, so they probably also had.
1: How would? <laughs> don't you ask me how I would know that the gummies don't have that smell.
2: Um, are they THC? Yeah, okay. I was gonna say if they're CBD, we they're legal. <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about the THC. Maybe
1: ones. you should drop this subject right now.
2: <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm sure it doesn't smell like... I'm
1: just saying she's never been arrested for odors of I've inning. never
2: been arrested. For... I've been to Vegas where those things are legal. Yet. <laughs> when asked if she would be willing to submit to standardized field sobriety testing, the driver refused. Smart girl.
1: <laughs> she was I then... wouldn't say that's the case. Well, no,
2: not for what she did, but for not taking the test, probably. Yeah. She was then placed under arrest and charged with failure to maintain lane and DUI.
1: Where's the charges for the um, THC, the THC gummies? Mm-hmm. gummies? Isn't that I a think thing? they're
2: illegal, probably.
1: Well, huh? THC is illegal. I know. So I would think it would be. Maybe it wouldn't. Maybe it's just like two gummies or something. You know, a reasonable amount of gummies to have on your person.
2: Yeah. Maybe the bag was empty.
1: <laughs> I took all of them <laughs> when I saw you coming up to the car. I'm sorry. Not wasting them. No.
2: On Monday, January 22nd, one of our officers stopped a vehicle for speeding and failing to maintain its lane. While speaking with the driver, officers noticed that his eyes were bloodshot and that there was an odor similar to that of an alcoholic drink emitting from within the vehicle. There were also several plastic cups identical to those used for the to-go cups at local bars.
1: Oh, no. So you mean it's... A plastic cup. Yes. <laughs> a clear plastic cup, also notorious for being found in bathrooms around the world.
2: <laughs> They're stacked in her center or his center console.
1: Not sure if it's a
2: man. All yet. Stacks. Oh stacked, so there were several. Yeah. Several. He said several.
1: I'm collecting them from every bar, driving around, which makes no sense since everything's within walking distance anyways.
2: When asked if he would be willing to participate in standardized field sobriety testing, The driver replied that he, quote, didn't feel comfortable doing so.
1: Yeah, I'll just, if if I could, I would just rather not let this whole thing just go.
2: He was then placed under arrest and charged with speeding, failure to maintain lane, open container, and DUI, less safe. At that time, the passenger of the vehicle became extremely belligerent and began to yell and cuss at the officers. Despite being told that he was free to go and that he needed to leave the scene, the man continued to pace about the area walking across active lanes of traffic while yelling and cussing at officers
1: I have a feeling that there were some more charges pending here oh
2: yeah at one point the passenger got down on his knees in the middle of the roadway and refused to leave I think we saw that guy
1: I oh, no did that see was just a cops, guy yeah.
2: That was just a guy falling in the middle of the road. That was,
1: it was just a guy. And just any normal person be, you know, on their knees in the middle of a active street.
2: Oh, you know. remember we saw a guy falling into the crosswalk the other night when we were trying to get air in our tires of the golf cart? Yeah. Over a busting race. That's not weird. <laughs> no. He was then placed under arrest for public drunkenness and obstruction. Most people aren't interested in just one topic. Don't settle for a podcast about just one
1: subject. That rhymed. Greetings. We're technically a conversation, a podcast for curious people by curious people.
0: On our podcast, we do things just a little bit different. Every week we share a new topic and the other hosts have no idea what the topic will be.
1: Our topics are all over the place from light and funny to dark and sometimes spooky.
0: We've covered everything from true crime, historical events and people, the supernatural and the occult. I like that. Urban legends and folklore.
1: My favorite.
0: No matter what we cover, we try to make the episodes interesting and funny.
1: Uh, 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 Don't mean to be the bad guy, but our lawyer said we legally couldn't call our show funny.
0: We have a lawyer. Let me tell you what I told our lawyer. Come here so I can show you how far I can legally stick my high-heeled boot up here. Check us out at technicallyaconversation.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Technically, a conversation.
2: We're like a lifestyle brand. Yeah. On Tuesday, January twenty third, one of our officers stopped a vehicle for failing to stop at a stop sign. As the officer introduced himself to the driver, she replied with a statement to the effect of, "Okay, well, I'm going to jail." <laughs> it's you? Oh,
1: <Well>, I agree. <laughs> Are
2: you sure this wasn't you? I agree.
1: Yes, that was me. She
2: well maybe they got confused with and that voice of yours. I it's, do
1: have a very feminine voice yeah. as well as just a as pretty a He's face so pretty. as you ever gonna see.
2: When asked how much she had to drink that evening, she stated, "Quote too much to drive." But she's like resolved. She's resolved that she's should- like
1: officer. I was like, let's just skip the entire court system and you just go <laughs> ahead and chew me.
2: During the same time, the officer noticed that the driver slurred her words as she spoke. And that there was an odor, similar to that of an alcoholic drink, emitting from within the vehicle. When asked if she would be willing to participate in standardized field sobriety testing, the woman refused. At that time, she was placed under arrest and charged with, too fast for conditions. That sounds like something I'm going to get charged with at some point.
1: Uh,
2: (laughs) Too fast for conditions. I'm not going
1: to put money on that you wouldn't.
2: Failure to stop at a stop sign. Suspended registration. No insurance and DUI, less safe.
1: Oddly enough, if you take all those, put them together, it could also be the name of her first solo rap album.
2: Mine or hers? Yes. Oh, okay. (laughs) 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 On Thursday, January 25th, one of our officers stopped a vehicle for failing to maintain its lane. Those cars just can't stay in their lanes.
1: I know, it's just real difficult, when, especially when you're kind of a little bit tipsy. You know what I
2: mean? While speaking with the driver, officers were able to smell an odor of marijuana emitting from within the vehicle. Mm-hmm. A subsequent search of the vehicle based on probable cause led to the discovery of marijuana and a white powder believed to be cocaine. Oh no. Both the driver and passenger were placed under arrest and charged accordingly. One of our officers stopped a vehicle for failing to maintain its lane as it drove onto the island. While speaking with the officer, the driver stated that she had just gotten off work in Savannah and was headed back to Statesboro.
1: That's a haul right there. It
2: would have worked too if she hadn't been driving completely in the wrong direction. I'm going via the I,
1: Atlantic Ocean.
2: I know. She said she's, they said she's coming onto the island. I'm like, well, that's not the way to Statesboro. Oh, that's like
1: the opposite direction. That's of what they Statesboro. said. <laughs> Unless, of course, you are driving across the Atlantic Ocean.
2: Oh, yeah. That just takes longer. It
1: is possible.
2: During the course of their conversation, the officer noticed that her eyes were glossy and that she slurred her words as she spoke. Further investigation revealed additional evidence to suggest that the woman had been operating the vehicle while under the influence. She was then placed under arrest and charged with DUI.
1: Well, 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 how the turntables.
2: She need to turn that car around.
1: Turn that car around and go back home, which is a Matchbox 20 song, sort of.
2: Turn yourself around, girl.
1: And go come, back home. Come on
2: home. It's completely... Get the... off <laughs> On Saturday, January 27th, one of our officers stopped a vehicle for failing to maintain its lane. It's the third time in a row here.
1: It's getting to be where every traffic stops a failure to maintain a lane event.
2: While speaking with the officer, the driver stated that he had swerved due to the fact that he was, quote, looking for a podcast on his phone. Oh, he was looking for this us. This
1: guy's okay then. He this was, guy's <laughs> okay now. He's probably still needs to go to jail. Don't get me wrong me. He still needs to go to jail. But, you know, he's all right with me. Unless, of course, he's listening to one of my other podcasts, it ain't us. In which case, I hope they put him, you know, put him away for 10 to 20.
2: During the course of their conversation, the officer noticed that the driver's eyes were glossy and that he slurred his words as he spoke. When asked if he would be willing to submit to standardized field sobriety testing, the driver
1: refused. I heard about that on a podcast.
2: (laughs) He was then placed under arrest and charged with failure to maintain lane, hands-free violation, and DUI less safe.
1: I wonder how many of these people they're talking about that we actually know. Probably a lot of them. Probably a lot of them.
2: (laughs) (laughs) On Monday, January 29th, while on patrol, one of our officers spotted a man stumbling along Butler Avenue with a styrofoam cup in his hand.
1: Are you talking about the kind of cup which might occasionally be known to be found in and or around a bar no, that's on the this one. island? That's the one. Not those cups.
2: As the officer watched, the man suddenly lurched forward and fell face first on the ground. The officer then walked over and helped the man to his feet while checking him for injuries. During the course of their conversation, the man indicated that he was staying in a nearby hotel. Noting that the man had been walking in the wrong direction, the officer pointed him in the direction of the hotel and allowed him to continue on his way. A few steps later, the man fell once again.
1: He's a public nuisance at this point.
2: Realizing that his level of intoxication made him a danger to himself, it was if left to his own devices, the officer placed the man under arrest for public drunkenness.
1: Get up off the ground, you going down to the clink. You going to the hoosegow.
2: On Tuesday, January 30th, one of our officers stopped a vehicle for failing to maintain its lane. Man. You're going
1: to the pokey too.
2: While speaking with the driver, <laughs> the officer noticed that his eyes were bloodshot and the lids were droopy. When asked, the man admitted to drinking one beer that evening. During the course of the subsequent investigation, the officer found additional evidence to suggest that the man had been operating the vehicle while under the influence.
1: It was probably the several other beer cans in the back seat of the vehicle.
2: Yeah, I'm sure. He was then placed under arrest and charged with failure to maintain lane and DUI less safe. On Thursday, February 1st, one of our officers stopped a vehicle for having a broken taillight. And failing to maintain its lane.
1: It's an epidemic. It I'm telling is. you, it's, they should have a heat map showing the United States of America. And you would see, you know, the redder it is, the more of these incidences there are. And you would say, look at the epicenter of the red. The
2: whole Where island's do you think red. It
1: is? <laughs> the Tabby Island.
2: While speaking with the driver, the officer learned that his license was suspended. He was then placed under arrest, during which time he discovered a bag containing a white rock-like substance in the man's pocket.
1: I'm just carrying that for my girlfriend. I
2: don't know how that got
1: there. Uh, Not mine.
2: A field test later indicated that the substance was positive for cocaine. While conducting a subsequent search of the man's vehicle, officers also located open containers of alcohol.
1: Also my (laughs) girlfriend.
2: Given the totality of the circumstances, officers asked the man if he would submit to an evaluation from a certified drug recognition expert, to which he agreed. During the course of the evaluation, the DRE found additional evidence to suggest that the man had been operating the vehicle while under the influence. He was charged with taillight violation, failure to maintain lane, open container, possession of a controlled substance, driving while license suspended, and DUI at less safe. He's got them all.
1: I wonder if the expert is just like just a random bartender. I hope it's Rocky. Or the dog. The dog comes (laughs) up and be like, Rocky, check him out. Rocky walks over and like sniffs his foot and he's like, work. Yep. And they're like, oh, so he does have another bag of that old cocaine.
2: (laughs) On Friday, February 2nd, while on patrol, one of our officers could hear extremely loud music coming from a residence near 11th and Butler.
1: Now here's one I hope did get busted.
2: As the officer watched, a woman walked up to the residence and knocked on the door in an apparent attempt to get the occupants to turn the music down. When she was unsuccessful, the officer approached the residence himself and made contact with an occupant. After being advised about the local noise ordinance, the man attempted to argue that, quote, the ordinance didn't matter because no one lived next to him. The officer assured the man that the ordinance did, in fact, matter and issued a citation accordingly.
1: I hope he put him in cuffs, (laughs) just for no apparent reason, no legal reason, just put him in cuffs.
2: Officers responded to a local hotel in reference to someone requesting that an unwanted guest be removed from their room. During the course of the investigation, the officers learned that the, quote, unwanted man was actually wanted On a felony warrant from another jurisdiction, he was then placed under arrest and transported to the Chatham County Detention Center to await pickup.
1: Oh, there's always somebody that wants you, no matter where you're at in this world. Don't
2: feel unwanted. Don't
1: feel unwanted. Always know a different district would love to have you behind its bars.
2: On Saturday, February 3rd, one of our officers stopped a vehicle for a window tent violation. Uh Uh-oh.
1: Well, they've maintained their lane, apparently.
2: During the course of the investigation, the officer learned that the driver's license was suspended.
1: Yeah, but they don't have one of them good old licenses.
2: Mm-mm. He was then placed under arrest and charged accordingly. One of our officers stopped a golf cart for driving on Butler Avenue, I love this, while using the parking lane as a lane of travel.
1: We have both wanted to see this so I
2: bad, know, haven't this we? this is my dream. Yeah. While talking with the driver... The officer noticed that his eyes were watery and he slurred his words as he spoke. So not only was he driving a golf cart, he was drunk.
1: Well, you know, it's not technically a motor vehicle if if it's not a car, right?
2: (laughs) (laughs) When asked, the man admitted to having a few beers that evening. During the course of the subsequent investigation, the officer found additional evidence to suggest that the man had been operating the cart while under the influence. Mm -hmm. He was then placed under arrest and charged with golf cart violations, and DUI less safe.
1: I didn't know we had golf cart violations. Oh, yeah. But I sure would like to see one. I've never seen a golf cart pulled over on this island before. And I'm not saying that because it's a golf cart. It's that these people get on Butler, which is a big road. It's like a four-lane road, and drive their golf cart, and it goes 20 miles an hour, and it doesn't have a license plate on it. And they're always, everyone I've seen on golf carts except for us, has open containers of alcohol. Everyone, drivers, passenger, almost mm-hmm. nonstop. So Even it's the just children. it's a nonstop. The little toddlers, <laughs> like when the eight year olds are driving, they got like a fifth of Jameson, and they're like, "Take that turn."
2: Yeah, you're supposed to be a licensed a driver to drive them, but that doesn't stop anyone.
1: It stops. no Never one.
2: stopped our daughter.
1: People, well, <laughs> I remember? I have no idea what you're talking
2: well, about. Well, she's twenty. She's gonna be twenty one now. But back in the day.
1: Yeah, when she, she had to, uh, she's double fisting Jameson. <laughs> and
2: Probably. <flying> <laughs> we don't know what they we were Albany out there again, doing. You no, know, I don't know. The, yeah. You know, those back there on the river. Yeah, we don't know river. what they were
1: doing on the back river. <laughs> Whatever it was, Nothing they, didn't, good. they didn't get called. call.
2: So. <laughs> well, maybe they were on the blotter and we just didn't get a call.
1: Oh, I feel like that we would have gotten a, got call a call from somewhere. We okay. don't get calls that we ought to be getting from our kids, but that'd be the one we would
2: get. Yeah. Officers responded to Highway 80 near McKenzie in reference to a report of a man waving a firearm and making threats. During the course of the investigation, witnesses stated that they watched a man pull a handgun from his waistband and make a statement to the effect of, quote, I have nine bullets and I'm not afraid to use them. Uh-oh. End quote. The witnesses further indicated that it wasn't clear who the man was talking to, And then he never directly threatened anyone in their group. Maybe he was talking
1: to the seagulls. (laughs) And he's like, that's the last time you're taking my bagel, brother.
2: While speaking with officers, the suspect claimed that he had gotten into an altercation with another group at a local restaurant and that they threatened him with gun violence. He simply wished to express his willingness to defend (laughs) himself and never actually pointed a gun at anyone. He was then placed under arrest and charged with disorderly conduct. And brandishing a firearm. It's just a misunderstanding.
1: Look, really, it's it, that's all it is. It's a, it's a slight misunderstanding. I mean, I, there were some people there. We had a disagreement. They threatened to shoot me. And I just you? wanted it to be clear <laughs> that I would gun them down. <laughs> I don't see what's not civil about that. I mean, it's basically very chivalrous, in uh, my opinion. Was he drinking? Of course.
2: It doesn't say he was drinking, so.
1: Well, he must not have had more than one in
2: Oh, uh, Okay. On Sunday, February 4th, officers responded to a local motel in reference to a guest who was staying on the property and whose credit card had since been declined.
1: How many TVs were missing from the room is what I want to know.
2: And during the course of the investigation, officers gave the woman an opportunity to make other arrangements to pay for her stay, but she was unable to do so. She was then placed under arrest and charged with theft of services.
1: Ooh, got to wash some dishes, huh?
2: Later that day, officers responded to a nearby condominium complex in reference to an unwanted guest in one of the condos. As they approached the scene, the woman who was arrested (laughs) earlier that day emerged from one of the rooms with her arms outstretched, telling the officers to, quote, take her to jail.
1: (laughs) I can't. Stop myself. I need help, is what I'm saying. I need help.
2: (laughs) During the course of the investigation, officers discovered that after being released from jail on her earlier charge, she apparently failed her way to the complex and broke into two
1: of the condos. Uh, Two of the condos. One's not enough. I gotta check them both out.
2: She was then placed under arrest and charged with criminal trespass, loitering or prowling, and burglary.
1: Not burgles again. (laughs) This woman might be... Probably related to the woman in white.
2: Do you think she's the one from the campground?
1: I I don't I see so. anything to indicate that it might not be her.
2: Yeah, maybe she's back. She's getting ready be. for the summer.
1: She'd be like, "I'm still mad about the poor jump incident, <laughs> and I'm here to make everybody pay." And by everybody, I mean everyone but me. Yeah, I'm not paying. Because I don't have a credit card. <laughs>
2: well, I have one. I mean, I
1: have one. It don't work. But I, it's one of them ones you get in the mail. <laughs>
2: yeah. you know, hey, it look real it enough. It looks
1: like a real credit card, and you can hand it to somebody. <laughs> but it says, well, when they go to run it, they'll look at it and be like, occupant? you a resident. <laughs> a resident? <laughs> So that's gonna bring us to the end of this week's episode of the Tybee Allen Police Blotter.
2: It seems like things are heating up though. It's starting to get good.
1: Uh, Well, there's a TV involved.
2: Yeah, I told you I had high hopes for this year.
1: Burgling. Yeah. Failure to maintain the lanes.
2: Yeah, we had a lot of that.
1: That would be a good album title. It could be like, Brett, failure to maintain (laughs) lane. And then just have a picture of me on the front holding an old Zenith TV (laughs) looking like this walking across the street.
2: Yes, you I know, love it. I would be it.
1: brandishing a firearm as well because that gives you street cred. And
2: then you got to have a cup in your hand,
1: styrofoam, styrofoam cup, the kind of which you might find at a bar. It'd be several cups.
2: You'd <laughs> be racing towards a bike to steal, <laughs> <laughs> to borrow. Yes, I'm going
1: to borrow it. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you next time.